Tino Shea, um, Tony L and J. What type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Um, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one trade. Um, it's all Tino Shea, all Tino Shea. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. Sip up. All right, so let's pull up a seat and let's start sipping. I am ready for this sip session. So ready. Are you? I am super ready. All right, so give me the score. Who's Um, on top? I think I have 15, don't I? Yeah, you got 15. I think it's 15, 7, 15. I think 15, 7. I think it's 15, 7, because he was down by a touchdown last week, (laughs) I said. So, yeah, 15, 7. God damn. It's almost over. It's almost over. Listen, you know it's almost over, right? Somebody help Tony out these weeks. We're going to implement some new rules. Okay. <laughs> What's what these new rules sound first, like? First, we need a buzzer still. Damn, we do need some buzzers. We've been saying that for like the last month and a half. We don't need a buzzer. You. Secondly, we got to let you get the uh, the question off first before you just yell it out. Kicking my ass that you way. You did that I did. before, though, too, Tony. He tried I tried. I lost. <laughs> Only I have gotten two times to getting it right. I did one yeah, with. Did. Um, it was earlier. Early in our season one. All right, what we got this week? All right, you guys ready? I think so. I haven't done any studying. Last week, I studied a little bit. Yeah, I did. I I hate you. Um, So this lady. Lady. Okay, it's a lady. I'm done with that. She's 5'9". 5'9". 155. Kind of tall. Recently married. 5'9". Recently married. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She is an athlete. Half what? Athlete. Serena Williams? Yes. Oh, damn. As soon as I keyed up the one minute uh, <laughs> Jeopardy, Tony, we ain't got the answer. Tony. It, it threw me off because I didn't think she was 5'9". I actually stood she beside taller. her. She looked taller. Yeah, I stood beside her and she was way taller than me, but she did have on some uh, high heels. She, she's, yeah. I thought she was like 5'11". So I did too. I thought, yeah, I thought she was taller too, but then I think about it. People in the industry is, are tend to be very short. That's true. Mm. And her man's only like 6'1", and he clearly is much taller than her. Oh, really? Mm. Mm. Damn, Ooh. Tony. You back Damn. in the game. The two-point conversion? No, no, no. Ain't Damn. no two points. You ain't getting no two <laughs> points. It's 15-8 now. Congratulations on that one. Cool. Yeah, well, that was a little easy. Oh, that felt like it was easy. Well, it wasn't easier than last week, though. Tony, good job. <laughs> I won't be a solo. Okay. Just looking at him like, do you remember last week? Because you had no qualms uh, at all last yeah, week. Cardi B. Uh, None whatsoever. Oh well, congratulations, Tony. You are back up in it. Who you think, how do you you think Serena is the greatest woman player of all time? How about this? How about this question? Take that back. Do you think Serena is the greatest athlete of all time? Ooh. I think Colin Kaepernick thinks so because in the Nike campaign, yeah. he called her the greatest athlete, which is why I brought up Serena. That's why she I did it. Mind. That's what he said. I, yeah, I, he I messed up on the video. Yeah, uh-huh. he didn't say the greatest tennis player. He said the greatest athlete. And that's what, that's kind of why I took it back. You know, that's always that description. It's right. always like, is she the best woman ever? And we, we asked about men. You don't ask if he's the best male athlete. Right. Ask, is he the best athlete? I, I'm just going to stick with t- she's the best female tennis player. Yeah, yeah. I can't go. I can't go fully athlete because I hate it when they did that to Michael Phelps. They gave him the best athlete award, but like he was, I, he was a beast though. Have he, you ever he tried was, to swim? What he what he did, but yeah. I'm like he can't line up on a football field, or Absolutely. baseball field, or wrestling field, or boxing. You know, in so. the same sense though, NFL player can't go and swim those laps that he does either. That's true. But I agree with you that he's not the best athlete, no yeah. athlete. Well, I think that they're overall. I mean, because it's like 
it's like apples to bananas. It's comparing right. two different things that are similar. Like yeah. they're both fruit, but they're not at all the same. And so it's hard to say the best athlete of all time when they're all playing different sports, you know? Right. But I think they're looking at just the best to do it in their own field. Yeah, that, yeah that you had a NASCAR driver. Uh, I think it was Jimmy Johnson or somebody won like five, six years ago. He got athlete of the year. I'm like, yeah, he was a beast. I got player. a big argument. Like, how do, y'all not even athletes. Y'all race car drivers. And it, it turned into a big argument <laughs> about yeah. NASCAR I mean, drivers not being athletes. I don't think Serena, I think she's amazing. I don't think she's the best athlete ever, but I do think she is the, she's up in top five. I would say yeah, that. Yeah, I can give it that. All right, now, what's next? All right, so can we go ahead and get into our listener shout out? Who's hey. shouting out to this week? Tom? Our listener shout out is going to D.O. Cuddy Wright, resides right here in Tampa Bay. So oh, D.O., I know D.O. D.O. been uh, pretty active on our social media hey, pages. So D.O. I want to give that shout out to D.O. We see D.O. What D.O. been doing on our, on our, on our social? It's just being interacting, going back and forth. He was laughing in the last couple of times on the um, on the correction. I couldn't say old buddy's name. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony, I be forgetting how country you are, and then sometimes you be saying something, and I'm like, this Negro is so from country. Because I'm from Rachel. Yes. Yeah, right I don't here. really think Tampa as country, but then when you but then when you, when you hear people when you hear from people from Tampa talk, right. they definitely are country. Yeah, I got it. I'm mixed up. All, All right, so how everybody's week? How was your week this week, Tony? My week was pretty good. Yeah, football game again. We won. I'm happy. Oh, shit. My boy showed up. So we What's got our record two now? game winning streak. We're two and two right now. Hey, okay. That's what we talking yeah, about. We're breaking even. Okay. My week was pretty good. I actually uh, went and saw the game last, oh. not the game, the fight. Last night. Oh, I, I didn't oh. even know it was a fight on. I, I forgot all about it. I knew it was, but forgot about it. Who won? Triple G and Canelo. Yeah. And no, Canelo won. What? Really? You watched the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. And it was good. I went to see my really good friend, Danielle. Shout out to Danielle. I never get to hang out with her, but she's awesome. Cool. It's like great when you have friends who don't sweat you about not seeing you all the time. Yeah. And so when you get to see them, you just get to enjoy them. Like every time I'm with her, I'm like, why do we not hang out more? But you know, we're adults. We have busy schedules. But yeah. the Canelo and Triple G fight was really good. When I tell you they were punching the hell out of each other. Right. Like sometimes you in Floyd Mayweather fights, there's a lot of tap tap. Dancing around. Dancing around. There's no connection. There's no yeah. hit. Like, this fight, they were punching yeah. the crap out of each other. Cool. It I, was to one point where I was like, I don't know if I keep watching. I'm like, this is so gr- br- brutal. Did you feel like it was um, a uh, one-sided fight? Or do you feel no. like it was pretty, pretty, fair. pretty Oh, fair. my God. That's yeah. what made it so good. Like, they went all 12 rounds. Right. It was super close. Mm. Um but I think Canelo, Canelo won, and I think he was the appropriate person to win. And when you looked at the stats afterwards, he was the like, yeah. person to win. Hmm. He was smarter. Um, he was a little bit more aggressive. He didn't throw as many punches, but he, his punches landed much more. Hmm. And he was rocking him uh, quite a bit, like rocking him. But they, I mean, Triple G, he did not back down. They were literally at one point just smashing each other oh, in yeah. the face. Yeah, like punch, face punch after face you know, punch after you know, face boxing punch. Boxing is um, a very um, gladiator-like sport. Yeah, it's a very buddy. brutal sport. So. It is, but you forget because, I mean, people protect themselves more. Yeah. You know, like you don't see people getting punched in the face repeatedly. It's right. like one person gets a hit and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, like, you know, normally they protect them. But this yeah. fight, it was brutal. It was brutal. It was good. Y'all need to watch uh, it. I have to go back and watch the replay of it. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch it. So I had a, my week's been pretty decent. Um, basically, I'm preparing myself for my last scheduled trip of the year. Um, so I'm excited about that this weekend, heading to the Virgin Islands. Um, have either of you been to St. Thomas? Yes, no. I have. I've been, never been. I've been for a whole week, St. Thomas. Oh, you went for a whole week? Yeah, I shot a commercial down there for First Bank, and that just had a ball. Yeah, it's, it's, cool. 
is St. Thomas a? It's not really a party island, though, right? I guess unless it's a carnival time. It's more, yeah, more of a carnival. Um, yeah, it's a party city. Yeah, uh, especially if you want to go to the Red Hook. Okay, I'm the putting it on my list. Tony, Tony known places and uh, stuff. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm, that's what I'm excited about. That Red Hook is like it's like a a water version of Seventh Avenue. So oh, like, gotcha. you know, right, it's like right down the water. All right, uh, all the little bars and stuff. I'm excited, man. Definitely can't cannot wait to fly out Friday morning and get there. Who are you going with? Um, originally I was going by myself mm-hmm. and so I had the whole A&B by myself and I was like, well, let me see if anybody wants to go. So I asked my friend Lori mm-hmm. and Ken and a couple other people and they couldn't do it. But actually Lori said, oh, wait a minute, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, Lori's yeah. going and her sister's going. Oh, so, you have to have a good time. Lori is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a good time. So yeah, so that's my last schedule trip. Um, let me ask you two a question really quick. We have three months to go before 2018 is over. In reflection, how has 2018 been for you so far? Three months ago. Three months ago? Yeah, three, three months, months ago. Three months to go. Three months to go. Oh, three months years ago. over. Yeah. How's 2018 been? And the reason I'm asking that is because, like I said, again, this is my last trip. I'm like, man, I don't have anything else planned, but yeah. I've had a great 2018. So, how's it been? Mine's been, it's, I, I'm not going to say uh, a bomber because I have, I'm, mm. um, it was some goals I didn't accomplish. Yeah. But there were some goals I did accomplish, so I'm thankful for those. So, my 2018 has been about, a little over average or medium. Better than 2017? Yes. Very better, better than 2017. Progression. I I don't know. This was a, a tribulation year for me. <laughs> um, and so, you know, some years are like, it's from January to December, it's just all wins. And then some mm. years, it's like you fight in every month yeah, it's like that <laughs> and so yeah this one was a rocker of a, a year for me but not necessarily bad so i don't know i don't know it's one of those ones where i wouldn't i wouldn't say it was a bad year but i also wouldn't say it was a good year i think mm, they right. the, the badness and the goodness outweighed each other but they made it dead even you know right. that's, how yeah. that's how i feel yeah, i was reading a report last um yesterday actually it said 2017 as a world was the worst year on record really? for the world since they started record or keeping track of it since mm-hmm. 2002 so yeah okay well good to know i was just curious how my my how my co-host feeling about 2018 so appreciate that yeah. all right uh let's go ahead and well before we slide into the main topic Oh, excuse me. That sounds familiar. <laughs> I wanted to skip it because I lost last week. I feel bitter about it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't focused on the on the on the, on the sounds or the music last week. I was mm. real focused. Tony was on it though. Tony got. I don't even know what the score was. It was a lot too little. I can't remember. No, you had two songs that stumped us. You were on the board. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Cause I, I gave you the country song, but y'all did like it. Did, y- did y'all download I didn't it? Like it. Did I, y'all I, save it? Yes. Okay. All right, y'all. So it is time for that sounds familiar. As y'all know, you can find these songs oh on every. What was that? Starburst is so good, right? Oh my god! Yo, slobbing. Tony Sorry, just like, gave me this pineapple slobbing. one. It's so good. <laughs> so yeah, so you can um, go to Spotify, find all T No Shade <laughs> playlist, and you will find every song that you hear in this in our episodes on there. All right. So what's the score? Do we know the score? Hell no. I'm kicking ass. It's five four. Five four. Okay, well, we're gonna see if um, so you can even up. Yeah, we're gonna see if Tony can bring it back. So this very first song is from 2018. It is a nice. new song. All right, so I don't. You probably won't know the name of the song, but you, you can probably guess the, the, the artist. All right, so and it's featuring the artist too. Oh. 
Gucci huh? Man? <laughs> it's Gucci! Right, gave it away. Just gave it away. Toxic Jam out a little bit. Listen, turn it up a little bit. I don't even like Gucci like that, though. Hey. Is this Jeremiah? That's featuring Bruno Mars, actually. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. That idea, Chris, right? Bruno Mars. So, y'all didn't beat L on that one. I don't know how you did, didn't, because he said Gucci, Gucci right there in his song. Gucci! Tony was slow to pull the trigger on that one. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Next one is from 2003. Yeah, for real. Oh, sure? no, Tony was on it. <laughs> that's Did my, you? That's been my favorite song. <laughs> he was on that one. You know this song, Al? Yeah. It's actually the Neptune, but it's Pharrell. All right, good job. All right, we on it. We are on it. It is 1-1. One, one. They have come ready and to Jay-Z play. Shots fired. Jay-Z on that track, too. He is on that track. All right. This is another popular song. It's 2013. Oh, shit. Listening, L's eyes are closed. Tony's L faces frown. Trying to figure it out. Mike will Listen, do you know? I know that producer is the future. It's not future. Remember, this came out in 2013. Better be quick, L. Wow, they don't know it yet. Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. I just know the voice. I don't Kelly know the song. Rowland. You know the song. You just don't know how it starts. All right, so <laughs> two one. Um, kisses down low. Kelly Rowland was on that one. So good job, L to the E. She, she's a little focused right now. She's a little focused. Okay. She went into a little zone, closing her eyes. Yeah, she closed her Shut eyes. Shut up. Stop stopping me. <laughs> so it's two one. All right. So this next one is from two thousand. Three. That's right. That's right. Featuring someone. How we do? Yeah. Jay Z? No. Uh-huh. He's in it. But it's not him. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Come on, Tony. That's your time. You should know this one, Tony. What real music here, man? Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Foxy Brown. What happened to Foxy Brown? I don't know. She part of my tribe, though. She Trini. Did she go deaf or she was like partially deaf legally? Yeah. I just she was in the news recently, actually. Really? For what? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was recent, recent, but no, like two weeks ago, maybe. Hmm. I'll have to Google it and find out. All right, so L, we got one more left, but you have three, right? Yes. Tony, you only have one. I thought she got two. No, she got she got um, You only played three songs. Kelly Rowland. I played Gucci. Gucci. Neptune. Oh yeah, Gucci gave it away. Yeah, Gucci right. gave it away. That's right. But that's all right. So let's go. She it, got it. She got it. She but we're gonna play it. this last one. So it's hopefully no, it's not a blowout. Are you sure? Gucci, Kelly, and Foxy. Oh that's yeah, three. three. They can't keep counting, y'all. <laughs> Man, they, they struggling already. All right. So we're gonna play this last one just for the listeners because the listeners might be tired. They might be tired with L right now. So final y'all one. Y'all wanted listeners. All right. This was 1992. So thankfully, yeah, I got this. L ain't gonna know it. <laughs> y'all rude. You might know it because it actually was a really popular song. I was long, in the eighth grade. Long. What grade you was in? I was not in a grade yet. <laughs> really? Very popular song. No matter how old you are. Bobby Brown. No. I just hate you. Hear about him? Playing hard to get. Hard to get. No. You're playing. No. That's what I thought it was. I already played that song once. Uh, shut up. TLC. 
There you go. There you go. Yeah, they, remember back in the day, the music used to fade up louder. That uh, what just happened in that song. <laughs> the engineer. What about you? Hey, 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 hey. Come on, Tony. Freestyle. I can't freestyle. Freestyle, L. Hey, 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 L. I can't freestyle. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought she Sad. was going to do it. I thought she was going to do it. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, L. You are the winner of That Sounds Familiar. Yay. You won four to one. I will say Tony was focused, but you were more focused this week. So, you know, she was in her Buddhism, just closing her eyes. Jedi mind tricking it. That's funny. That's what's up. All, all right. right, listeners, if you did better than us, if you got it all, let us know. Hit us up at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com or throw a comment out on our Facebook page at altinoshade. Leave a comment in our IG. Come on, do be letting us know. They be on the video. I knew that song. I know. I be, <laughs> I, I've gotten a few messages like, girl, why are you tripping? All right, so our main topic today... I'm ready for this main topic. It's always a good main topic. All things dating in 2018. Ooh, all things dating? All things dating. We're talking about everything. Everything. In the yeah. 2000s of the 18s. Okay. okay. All right. What are we getting to first about dating, though? Well, let's just talk about like actually getting to the person. So how do you find someone up Ooh. in 2018? Well... Me personally, I'm gonna speak first because Tony he's out of the game, and so he can he, he can, can still speak pass. on it. He can speak on the but pass. But I can probably tell you how I can how you got how that. I got that. That's yeah. right. So for me, I kept all my options open. I did multiple dating websites. <clears throat> I did Match.com. I did POF. I did Tinder. I did Bumble. I did Facebook. Believe it or not, Facebook is a dating app. You know no. that, right? No. Yeah, it's, it's a, that's what it's turning to. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not official, but yeah, that's, I, that's pretty much what I've done. Of course, in person as well, but I tend to have better success um, with online dating than in-person dating. Yeah. My, MySpace. Don't forget about MySpace. Man, people on MySpace still dating. <laughs> MySpace ain't tripping. even on no more. Yeah, I remember, um, they had a funeral for MySpace. They needed to, <laughs> but MySpace when it was up, it was yeah, it, it was, was beast. So like was, I really you know, enjoyed MySpace. They, uh, I, I felt always... it was the first of its time. Right? Was MySpace before Facebook? Yes, yes. I was just about it to say was, that. Right? Facebook yeah. was the crappy one. Nobody was really checking. Well, it was for more it. for MySpace like was it was more for the military. It was and, only for college. And college people. You right. had to have a college right. ID for Facebook back in the day. Oh, yeah, that's right. My MySpace. MySpace was the all inclusive. I used to have the little, I had a little background page and everything with music. Yeah, yeah, the little stars in the back. Uh huh. we come a long way. Yeah, boy. For I, me, I do the online thing too. So I'm on Bumble and Tinder. Mm. I've done those in the past. I'm not on Tinder right now, but I am on Bumble. Um, Bumble don't have nothing but no offense to people listening at the moment, <laughs> but Bumble don't have nothing but white people on there. It's like majority Bumble white people. Bumble is very heavy white. Yeah, heavy uh, white. Tinder, Tinder, you get to see more of a, a mix, but still, I mean, I think it's just the area we're in. That's probably true. All white people. That's probably true. Um, but obviously, I meet people outside as well. That's always my preference. I have had some slides up in the DMs right. that I've gone on dates. You with. always got to have some slides in the DMs. That's nothing wrong with slides yeah. in the DMs. But yeah, generally, I'm finding them on a dating app is generally, or I'm meeting them in person. That seems to be my thing. I just don't feel like, um, sorry, Tony, go ahead. No, how, no, no. How do you meet people uh, in the past? In the past, mostly, I would always want to meet people in in presence. Yeah. <laughs> in presence. No, I wouldn't do really the dating app things. Uh, when I was one of my single days, I, I used it for my advantage because um, <laughs> it was like, to me, 
I didn't look at the uh, the dating apps as dating apps. I looked at them as to get some. Oh, that's like, true. That's how I looked at that's them. So true. I never treated treated one. If I would probably met somebody. Hell, you know what he mean by get some. I'm not two. I'm not two years old. I got uh, but it. But I, but I barely yeah. logged into the the app thing. Like I always used to do it at work and just be looking, be nosy. But I never um, really dove into it like that. I've been to two weddings so far from Tinder. Hmm? I've been to two Tinder weddings already. Tinder two wedding. Tinder wow. weddings. Yeah. That's really. My ex and I met on Tinder actually. So my ex and I met on Tinder too. Right. Tinder right. used to have a bad rap when you first started because everyone knew it was basically where you go to hook up. Right. Where it kind of how it started. What's the, what's the app that swipes left and swipe right? That's, that's Tinder. Tinder. That's All, Tinder. But most okay. of them do that now though. Okay. Like Tinder does it. Bumble does it. Um, remember? You remember Hot or Not? Way back in the I day. Do not know. Oh, see, it's very right. similar. Well, I was getting at a John Legend's video. Uh, I think I just found my wife or something like that. That song was pretty hot. It's pretty hot. But it's a new song? Yes. Uh, okay. Matter of fact, one of the guys that's in Saul Juke Joint is the lead dancer for that video. But the song, uh, when the video comes out, they people are being swiped left or swiped right. Ah. Uh, like, that got to be like a dating app thing. They were doing uh, right yeah. It was pretty cool. That's, that's smart. Yeah, right. I'll have to check that one out. So online dating pretty much seems to be the one. I mean, the guys who I do meet outside, I will say, who approach me at like outside they immediately get like an extra point because yeah. online dating is kind of easy. You know, somebody rejects you online. It's not yeah. a thing. So yeah. when somebody comes up to you, to me, it it shows some level of confidence. That's true. Right. And it's more brave. True. You got Twitter fingers, right? <laughs> You're brave. Exactly. Rejection sucks. And so yeah. a level of not aggressive, but assertiveness, which mm. I find very attractive. So they definitely get an extra bump or extra bonus for, for the approach. But I feel like the approach happens unless you're going. Well, also don't go to the club no more. Never mind. I was like, I feel <laughs> yeah, like the I approach happens less and less unless I'm out in the club. But that's what that's where you're. Supposed yeah, to I don't see right. too many people actually approaching each other in face to face anymore. Um, it's just which is sad because right, we, the times have changed. The times have changed, and I don't we, I don't want anyone to rely so on social media only. Yeah. Right, it's like you have to still have some people skills. Right, and you have to be able to connect. Still, you still got it. Yeah, because because <laughs> online dating should just be a, 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 a another tool. Another tool, because eventually you still got to meet face to face. Yeah. So if you if you if you shy, if you're that shy, then you're gonna have problems regardless yeah, how you meet. People are a lot braver though when till they see you than they're shy. I know a lot of people who are very anti online dating. I, I wish one of us was so they could speak to it. But like, if I, you're listeners, if you're anti online dating, I would say give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, people people think online dating is too strange, but online dating has been going on since 2007 or, or earlier. It's probably earlier. earlier than that. You know, so yeah. It's, yeah, it's e, eHarmony was one of the first ones back in the day, like early 2000s. Mm. eHarmony, I didn't like eHarmony because yeah. it took forever to set up a profile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, had, they asked you like 100 questions when you first start right. because they, they want to develop this in-deep profile about your personality gotcha. and who you are and try to match you up. So and Then you got Christian Mingle. You got, man, there's so many Christian out Mean. there. Christian Mean got a threesome section. What? Yeah. How you know? That's all it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I say alternative facts on that one. Well, that one alone. I'm sorry, right, Christian so folks. So now that you've reached out to the person, how do you get them to go on a date with you? Or how do you get them to start, like, you know, being interested? What are your, what are your tested things that you always go to? M- mine is uh, being myself to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. That seems to like ease people up and, and and win them over to get a get a date out of them. 
Right. So mine was always just being myself to get people to laugh and, and just, you know, not be phony. That was the main thing with me. Just don't be phony. Don't be phony. Don't it's, be phony. It's true. You can tell when right. someone's like putting a front right. on. Yeah. Because, you know, in the, relation, in the beginning of the relationship, they're always the best because everybody's telling all their lies. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you are so extra, right. extra considerate. Right. You're being like. extra mannerable and stuff. You're at the dinner table with your chest up, <laughs> one hand under the table, knowing well, damn well you want to put well both you, shoulders up. Well, there. you know, back in my day. <laughs> right. <laughs> A father of the mansion. Very good. <laughs> right. Um, for me, I just try to think about things that's going to separate me from the next guy, right? Because mm. we we all think we look good. We all think we dress well. Mm. We all. So for me, I try to say, well, I just have a balance of being aggressive and not aggressive. So like, I know most, most people don't want to call anymore, right? So right. I call. Mm. I call. Show my interest. I don't call every day, but I call and I mix up the balance of texting. And just those two things, instead of doing all texting or doing all calling, has seemed to work well for me. Right. Because the people, when you call all the time, and in my past, in my experience, they think you're too desperate, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he calling me every day. Like, damn, why you, why are you uh, crowding me up, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you text all the time, they say, well, he's not really interested because he ain't showing no interest. He right, ain't right. showing nothing other than texting me good morning, beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, those two things combine them both. A little bit of calling, a little bit of texting has worked for me. So. You balance, boy. What about it's you, Al? Balance. It's so funny because the older I get is the more I appreciate the call. But the younger I was, I hated when they called. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. let's just text. Come on. But now that I'm <laughs> older and dating, it definitely appreciate the call more. Because, A, men are just terrible texters. Right. Like, y'all are. What do you mean, me terrible texters? Y'all suck. Too. Y'all suck. Too. Y'all too, how too, can, especially. How, how can you? I know. I know you ain't talking. No, you are y'all, not listen, talking. Y'all, if y'all text L, <laughs> y'all, the time is six ten. You will get a reply tomorrow. Oh my god! I don't hope even y'all. Lie I hope y'all realize. Maybe it. around after lunch. That hope y'all realize. Lie. At the same time, Tony and I both said, "I know <laughs> she ain't talking." That means it's a fact, Jack. There you go. No. <laughs> They're terrible texters, but men are terrible texters. And so calling you just a, especially in the beginning when you don't really know somebody's personality, hearing them and their intonation, you get to understand them so much better yeah. than through texting. Cause yeah. texting someone can seem hilarious and, and really not be. Right. <laughs> Do you have some dating questions that you ask that other people might think is, are, is weird? Um, but to you it's vital. Like for example, I like to ask two main questions. One, are you emotionally available? And two, are you emotionally tied to anyone that will cause you from moving forward? Mm-hmm. So I don't think most people ask those questions. Right. But for me, I'm like, those I need, are great questions. Though. I need to Especially know, that last like, one. amazing. Especially that last one. I am adding that to my arsenal. <laughs> oh my God, those right. are like, let me know off rip. Yes. <laughs> let me know. Somebody fuck us up. Like I don't want to invest your time, um, my right. time, three weeks, a month, two months to find out you still fucking with. Right. Oh boy. Oh boy. Right. Not oh, even man. just fucking with him, just having some, you know, deep feelings or yeah. that that special place in the heart that he can come knock on the door anytime and you letting him in. Mm-hmm. Nah, kid, I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> Mine is always married. Even like, are you married? Does someone else think they're married to you? Like, <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> asked the second second question right. because I and I've had different responses to that. I, I bet. literally had someone say, "No, I'm not married." And then I said, "Does somebody think they're married to you?" Yes. Mm. And then you hear more you get more into it. And yeah. it's, oh, they're they're separated and he doesn't consider himself married because right. they're going through the divorce pro- bull yeah. crap. Yeah. So run. Yes. So it's one of those awkward. I always try to make it into a funny question while I look them dead in the face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. 
nigga. <laughs> but um, it's one of those questions that you have to ask. Even right. when you're on a date with someone, what you think you should not have to ask. You know what? I Are you single? Do should not, not ask question. that question. Not just parts to ask women the question. Because women out there doing dirt. They're doing it just too. Just like we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they really 2018, are. 2018, bro. Yeah, I don't ask that question. I've never asked that question. Like, you got a woman? Right. And does a woman think that you her man? Like. <laughs> and the other, other question is to ask is... Yeah, if you're single and just had a broke about breakup, it might have been a year ago, but is this ex still trying to get back in your life? You need that's something you need to know as yeah. well because he could be causing a lot of problems just by a lot of stress, right? And just by seeing y'all out, you might want to call her over, walk over, you know, just those type of things too. So if you got an ex that's trying to get back in your life, you need to say that and shut that down. Shut it all the way down. All right, so now that we have slid in the DM, we did have, we slide in the DM? Yeah, we slid in the DM. DM. We swiped right. Yeah, we did. First date, who plans it? I, I mean, I feel like men should. Yeah, men should. Uh, but I also feel like I'm not going to tell you how to do your own relationship. So do what do what you want to do. But me personally, I feel like every man should plan right. the first date. I 110 agree. But I tell you what, it's um, I, I love it when a woman asks. That's it's like a shocker. Like I had you know less than one hand though, but it's, I've had that question asked. Can I take you on a date? I'm like, she yeah yeah, let's go <laughs> see. Yeah, I, I've gotten that before, but I will say most of the time in those situations, it's always been like we've been we, we've been flirting for a while right. to begin with, yeah. and they were just like, "Can I take you on a date?" Right, okay. you know. But I've never had like someone just slide in my DM like, "Yo, I want to take you on a date." I, me personally, I've never had that from a woman. Now I'm gonna tell you what I can't stand: like if you had been conversing with someone and they're asking, "When are you taking me on a date?" Oh, oh, we yeah. already heard We're this. Already yeah. We already God, know. I this is your pet peeve. Right. Yes, we know. Like, really, we know. When you get, taking me on a date. Your ass get the block for that shit. Get out of here. I ain't asked your ass. I don't want to take you on one. That yeah, part. That's true, though. <laughs> Women can ask to take somebody on the first date. Yeah. But for me personally in the dating world, I don't want to hear it until like the third or fourth. And even then, I'm probably going to be like, look, I appreciate the gesture. Because to me... That shows that you're not selfish. That, sh- right. that shows me that you're not thinking about yourself. What am I getting out of it? Mm-hmm. Let me pull my weight in the in the beginning of mm-hmm. the relationship or whatever you want to call it. So, uh, I think most guys just want the the gesture of doing it. L, mm-hmm. you never paid on the first date. Never. You never took nobody on a date. I have treated. But y'all was already together. Yeah, we were oh, okay. together. <laughs> I'm pretty much. I ain't putting no money on you. Step out on the limb, man. Just do it one time. To take someone on a date. Yeah. See if you're feeling them a little bit and like, you know what. She shot her shot. When did she shoot? When did she shoot her shot this year? Or was it the beginning of last year? And we did that shoot that shot. And she said she was going to do it. I think that was the beginning that of this year. Beginning of this year, yeah. Yeah, and, and it kind of backfired on her. Not really backfired. I think it, it just didn't work out. I ain't shooting my shot no more. <laughs> she was going hard for a while though. She's about on date. No. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a line five men up. No. <laughs> I'm not want to take no man on a date. I don't yeah. want to think about like where to go. So how do y'all pick where to go? Mm, I, got, I like to pick things that I like. <laughs> <laughs> and if I like it, I think she's gonna like it too. Shit. Same, same thing, same thing. Yeah, I don't um, I like. I don't. I don't want to do. I always avoid movies. Yeah. For the first couple of days, right. like, it's I terrible. Yeah, I don't want to do a movie day, so I never ever do that. I do stuff like go walk the river walk, and then go mm-hmm. to have a restaurant, and then get on the boat, the, right. and do the boat toward the downtown. Like I try to do the stuff like that, or go to. Um, art exhibit or something like that. something that allows you that time to talk and spend, yeah. to get close to one another and actually engage in conversation. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't. But I also don't go anywhere on the first date that is super expensive. 
Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, that's the the main thing. I think you're trying to stay out of Eddie V's and Ocean Prime, on the, on yeah. the, especially on the first date. But some the women with that mindset, they already want to put you in that cheap category. I'm, I'm already already done with you. Like, bitch, I ain't cheap. I'm just not going to spend my money this fucking late. What I will I mean, say early. though is that there are alternatives to the cheap situation. So like, don't ask a girl to grab drinks at Applebee's. It's not a cute look, right? On right. the first date, you saying? On the first yeah. date, or just like in the first few dates? That's not the. That's not the. That's not the ticket. That's a booed. That's a. That's, that's a booed. That's booed up situation. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let's like, go. Get hey some baby, drink. let's go to the corner real quick. Get some drinks at Applebee's. Yeah, quick. but O'Reilly's in Ebor is super cheap and fun and has really that, good burgers. That's the it. Irish pub, right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, and it's like amazing. I ain't never food. been so you think that's a good place to take somebody on a date? I day? would take that way more than I would take like an Applebee's. I compare them the same. I wouldn't. Wow. Because O'Reilly's, it has its its own culture. It's own. It's just Irish. It's like the number. <laughs> no, it's an Irish pub. All right, it has it. the rated the number one burgers in um Tampa. Applebee's got two twin. <laughs> they got some good. They got some good boneless wings. I can't. Honey I hate those. Are not real boneless wings are not real. They are nuggets. Damn it. <laughs> they are damn nuggets. It's that uh unicorn meat Jay was eating that day. Uh, probably <laughs> that, uh the uh, scrapple the, the scrapple. Let <laughs> oh me my scrapple on. So L, right. hold on one second. So I need you to be the voice of all women on this question. No, I don't want to. Try. Got to. Try. No. You have to. Why do so many (laughs) women dislike or portray that they dislike guys sliding into their DMs? Okay, I don't. I really don't understand it. I don't understand the um slide shaming. Like you know when like some guys. That's a new term. I ain't never heard that that term. Yeah. Slide shading. I like that. Slide shaming. When, like, you know, somebody comes in your DM, you screenshot it and then post it on Uh, whatever. And and it's trying to shame them for slide. Like, no, this is what a guy is supposed to do. (laughs) I learned my lesson in two years ago. Yeah. So I don't don't agree with that. I, I feel like we do get bombarded with people sliding in the DM. And the problem with it is that it's only a problem if you don't like the person or if you're not interested. That's true. That's true. That's That's very true. That's where that pretty much comes down to. Now, if he's fine, if he's your version of fine and you look on his page and you're like, oh, he looks like a, like a decent dude. Oh, you, you have no problem with the DM slide. Like, unless you're, you know, you're not single. That's a good point. So it all just depends. I think it's the same thing. with. I I, I had an ex. She's always like, this old ugly dude came in my thing. And was, I said, no, tell me about the good ones. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you want to tell me all the bad shit. I don't want to hear that. I know they sliding in and you just even the, the good ones on the on the low low. On the low. I've slid yeah, in a know. lot of a lot of DMs in 2018 trying to find this dating world, figure the dating world out. And I, I've never, I don't know, I've never had my screenshots, you know. Posted. Posted. Blasted. But I'm sure people probably screenshot. Oh, like, yeah. Girl, look at Jay Noetic in my inbox doing, trying to get at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, I I don't know why women tend to be against it. Though. So funny thing, I have this friend, um, and he does his stuff like on the book, out in the public. So if he's trying to holler at you, he will be hollering at in, in the comments, or oh, wow. like he will post something right, on his right. page, and like this girl. And then so somebody called him out, and he was like, "Listen, I y'all ain't gonna be posting no um, screenshots of me sliding in nobody's DM. Right. Y'all gonna see it. It's right. out that's here in the true, public." Right. And true. so that's his philosophy. So he don't slide in your DM, and he did it to me once, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> Just out here in the oh, public, yeah. like so uh, on a dinner day, what you want, uh, red up. Whoa! You know what though? I, 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 it was too much. But I, don't think, I don't think it's too much. If again, but if good. you like it, no, you, know well, you know what I mean. Yeah. If, you, if you like him, you're like, oh, he 
He trying to mark his territory. You okay. know what I mean? Or she trying to mark it, her territory. <laughs> it all depends on if you like them or not. Actually, yeah. he's a good dude. He's actually lives far, though. You're laughing at Tochin D. <laughs> yeah, her reaction it was so real. She was like, whoa. She was like, whoa. Oh, oh my gosh. She looked over my shoulder and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked. Have y'all, Um, this is a question that I think is a, a sign of the changing times, right, in the world and in dating. Now, I personally have not asked this question, but I'm curious to know if you think people should. Have you ever asked anyone if they are the gender that they were born? No, because... You know and do you know what I mean right. by that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By that yes. question? Because we live in a world where people can change their gender right. yeah. to be who they feel they are. The problem... Well, not the problem, but the thing with it is that women who are trans or um, morphing into men, I don't know what they call that, transformation, Yeah. Um, it's much easier. They're much more telltale, like signs, right? right? I think the the harder part is actually the, the men, men, absolutely shifting into being females. That's like I've 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 seen trans men who are so they were start off as women and they turn into men and right. they you can for the most part they can look like just straight up dudes. Yeah, but there 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 are easier things I think to see, especially when you're being physical. It's hard to mask the masculine side right. of body structure. Yeah. Right? Unless you just have a feminine body. Well they take testosterone, yeah. so yeah. they get like they get like men. It's crazy. It's weird when they Oh I've seen them. It. I've seen the pictures. Um but there's still to me I think it's easier to, to detect detect. But for guys, right. I mean I know, you know, trans ladies and they it's hard it's hard to tell like i i the honestly apple don't is not know the thing anymore everybody gets that shaved yeah. down now, yeah. fellas, so. it's, it's not easy to tell i mean again i've never asked that question but i think we're living in a time that maybe we should ask that question right. again and not that anything's wrong with it yeah but you just want to know i just want to know we need to have the the right the choice to right. know we can yes. we give you the choice to be who you want and rightfully so right but i've never asked that question but Maybe some of the listeners do. Right, because I mean, me growing up um, and, and a kid as a kid in the '90s, man, I seen and heard uh, transgenders getting killed because they wouldn't say. And they getting killed today right, too. Right, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So say what you are. Yeah, definitely haven't asked that question. Um, so mental health issues, though. Yeah. So disclosure. What exactly are you require? Are you yourself required to disclose to people you're dating? So. Are you are you disclosing your finances to someone you're dating? I have never discussed my finances with anyone I'm dating until we got serious right. and to a point I was actually starting to think about moving in together and being being together. Right. Now there's so few of those in my life, so yeah. I really haven't had that conversation. Right. Um with my ex. I was beginning to have the conversations. It's so funny because money is one of the big, huge factors for divorce, Absolutely. Right? right? So, isn't it? Wouldn't it be interesting? Like, we tend to wait to have that money conversation until already engaged, until we already caught feelings, right? Yeah. Would it be better to start having those conversations in the be- when you're dating, like in the beginning? Because if it's gonna, if you guys have very different financial goals right. in life and how you want to spend. That can be a deciding factor. Like, was it? It could be. Did we have the one where the um girl, the girl and the husband? Oh, she made like two, like one hundred twenty thousand. And he wants to take care of the yeah. family. Oh yeah. Like, if that right. was something that happened to you, this conversation, you much want to have Way in the beginning. Right. I just don't know if I would have a com- if I would feel comfortable having a conversation with someone I've known for two months about how much I make, what my credit score is. 
Yeah. What you know? Because truthfully, by the time we start dating in two months, and by the time we get to the eighth month, my credit score can all improve, or it can right. get worse. Can get mm-hmm. worse. I'm just saying, I don't know if I'm comfortable. So what? Be, what's the timeline for Isn't that? Isn't it you know interesting I mean? though? Because we are physically intimate with people before we can be intimate with them in other ways. Right. Like you can put your whatever in multiple places, <laughs> but you don't want to mm-hmm. share mm-hmm. your credit score. Do you like? Do you get how crazy that sounds? Right. Yeah, but, but you know what, though? Let's think about reasons why, because people get um, shamed into how much money you make or you don't make. People get embarrassed or talked about about how high your score is, how low your score is. So it's something that we've made embarrassing. Yeah. So it's become a fearful thing. It's like, I don't. Then you add the fact most guys, maybe some women these days too, don't want someone to date us. Just, well, maybe some guys do, but I know I don't want someone dating because of my money. Right. How much right. money I make. So I never actually asked that question when I date anyone because your job could be gone next week. Yep. It's you know? True. And so, but you're right. It's very weird that we can be super intimate physically, but not be intimate, open, transparent yeah. about huge uh, he, material things, things are, money things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what about mental health? We kind of talked about it, like we touched on it, but do you disclose or do you expect them to disclose their mental health status? Like, if they're suffering from depression, do you expect them to tell you while y'all are dating? Not necessarily in a relationship, but while you're dating. Do you expect, like, when are, are you supposed to disclose your mental health? Um, I've been in that situation. Um, I was up, I ain't gonna say I was upset about it, like, when I found out. They were going through, like, therapy and everything mm-hmm. for their, their mental issues. But it, it was shocking because I didn't see it and didn't know, and I felt like I just should have known that earlier. And I probably, and then when I started finding out the reasons, like why she was depressed, I probably wouldn't have dated her. Mm. So yeah. um, that's a really that's a really a tough one because someone's mental stability is very very personal. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, I wouldn't want to be eight months, nine months invested, mm-hmm. and now just finding out that you have split personalities. Yeah, or that you that you are manic depressive. You right. know what I mean. Again, we're not judging you on that because there but are ways it is a judgment, it, but... though, right? At some level, because I think the idea is if you wait for them to like you enough, then by the time you do find out, it's too late for them to change. Yeah. Versus, and the, that's the whole idea too. I want to know early enough that I can do something about it. So you're using it as a, a tool to yeah, to true. say yes that's or true. no. So we are using it as a way to judge people mm. through dating. That's do true. you have mental health um, yeses or nos, like things you you can work with or work around versus things you can't work through. Like if they are manic depressive or if they're bipolar or if they're uh, multiple personalities, like do you have a yes list and a no list? <laughs> I can't really get, I really can answer that to full extent because I've never been in that situation right. mm-hmm. and I've never asked the questions about the mental stability. I always assume that most people are mentally stable, stable right? But obviously, that's not always the case. Um, but from experience, that's, you can always say what you won't do until you're in that situation. Right. And so, like, I used to be one of the people that I would never date somebody who had a STD, who had herpes or whatnot. Right. And back in Virginia, I ended up meeting this cool-ass chick, but and she ended up having herpes. But she didn't want no one to date her because right. she, she thought she was scarred, et cetera, et cetera. But I liked her so much. I really, I was like, yo, you dope. Like, this, let's work... What's the, what are our limits? Are you on medication? So right. I think if you're in a situation where you really like someone who has a mental issue, yeah, 
then you're probably going to say, ask yourself, okay, what are the, let's have a conversation around it, you know? Have you ever uh, dated anyone, both of you, um, that probably been not, not diagnosed for like bipolar, but you end up finding out they kind of like got two sides of them? Have you ever been in that situation? Well, that's the funny thing. Like, I feel like everybody should go to therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> we know therapy is taboo in black culture. It's so though. taboo. And so when I have had, I have dated someone who disclosed to me that they had mental, like they were going through some mental health issues. Um, and they they disclosed it pretty early, like too early, I think, in my book. Yeah. Because um, you're just like, whoa, this is too much. But I, to me, it was actually a bonus. It was like a benefit because to me, that meant that they were mindful enough of themselves to go and seek help. Yeah. And I feel like there are so many people who do have mental health issues. And because it's taboo to get therapy, right. they don't help themselves. I mean, mm. everybody, I want to say everyone has experienced at some point in their life depression. Like, right. life is hard. Right. <laughs> you have experienced depression. Did you get help for it or did you just let it bury you? And how long did you let it bury you? Yeah. For? So for me, it was actually uh, an attractive quality that he went out and was like, I got depressed. I needed like a pick-me-up. I couldn't pick myself up, so I went and got help. I was like, boss. <laughs> I will always right. 10 times more rather be with someone <laughs> who can self-reflect and try to get better and who, who can admit it yeah. and be with somebody who is in denial. Right. Yeah, because then you everything. do get into right. those situations where they're undiagnosed, but right. they're freaking crazy right. and they need some help. Yeah. What's the craziest somebody's done, something somebody's ever done to you? The craziest? Ah. Yeah. Um, I had to call the cops on um, someone before because they were outside my door screaming and throwing stuff against the door. Right. And then uh, I called the cops. They were She, she actually... <laughs> end up coming back and oh trying God. to slash my tires oh wow and i didn't even hit it yet so right. it was like yo what is really going on <laughs> but yeah so that was probably the craziest and so tony um i had a <laughs> yeah that was funny i had <laughs> i had somebody uh call me over to the apartment uh-huh. um told me they were sick and they needed me to come early in the morning like 6 30 in the morning too so i got mm-hmm. up went over there and she came in and she just had this look on her face like come in oh. just really smiley but real soft spoken i was like mm. what the fuck is up What's like going on? right and then she went to she locked the bathroom door she locked the room doors oh no and then she locked the front door oh no i stood up yeah i, I stood like, up yeah and next thing you know she pulled a knife out Real and talking to me calm as shit wow I told him I and I, you. it's I'm funny i'm telling the story but uh i made one maneuver <laughs> And I end up putting her in, in a, like a serious chokehold to get that knife out of her hand. Yeah. yeah. And she was trying to headbutt me and everything. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy story. But that is the funniest. The funny part I can laugh at now that I held we I held her so hard and tight till we fell asleep on the floor. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she, she was snoring. I, I woke up. He was like, I ain't let her I hauled up. ass and never went back. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy as hell, yeah, Tony. That was a crazy, crazy story. Hell, craziest thing happened to you. Oh my God. <laughs> craziest thing. I was stalked for like three months. Someone who'd mm. show up in front of my house and mm. throw up in front of like where I used to study. And the worst thing was he was a cop. So oh, wow. <laughs> yes. he got a little help too. So there was yeah. really nothing you could do. And you just ha- I you literally like just waited it, it right. out. Cause I was like, if he- I called the cops on a cop, it just I feel like it would escalate if I went up in his face. Like I did that once and 
I, to me, it felt like it spurred him on more. Mm-hmm. And so I just ignored him and just hoped to God that he didn't kill me in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, so, that's always a little, a little creepy when people are stalking you and doing stuff like that. I did have, well, I'll tell you about my neighbor who, like, I went on a date and then the same night knocked on my door. I thought that was And still we told you crazy. not to be. I know. Well, now I know. I know. I know. So <laughs> what about opioids and people who take them? Because piggybacking on mental health. Mm-hmm. Do you, some people are prescribed opioids, you know, and other people illegally use them. Right. Should people who are legally prescribed opioids tell the person that they're dating? That they're legally prescribed opioids versus this is illegal? Well, I mean, people, I guess we can say whether they give them in general, so they tell them. Yeah, I think you should. Are they, people, are they most super people, addictive or something? Most people who are illegally using them aren't going to tell people they legally use drugs regardless. Right. But people who are prescribed them aren't necessarily embarrassed by it. They just aren't. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, eh, I take them because my doctor gave them to me because I'm depressed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or I can't sleep or whatnot. So should they say, hey, look, um, this is kind of the things I, that I'm struggling with or just things I deal with right now. I want to know if you're on an oxy bend like right. <laughs> um but you know i also know like i can't stand any of those kind of drug medic like medications like that my stomach my situ- constitution does not work for those things right. mm-hmm. so at any point i have like bottles of oxycodone from past stuff hanging around and so it's very weird but yeah so i know that it's really accessible you can buy it anywhere yeah. Because people like me who don't, who can't yeah. take them. Um, but I want to know. I want to know if you're on. I want to know what what drugs you're on, period. Right. I agree. I agree. When do you when do, when do do you disclose that? Do you do this? Mm. Do you, like, the first time you're at their, in their apartment? <laughs> go to the bathroom? You go no. to the medicine cabinet? cabinet. I, do I, not. Do. I do not. I do. I do. I'm I sorry. That's I'm guilty. Not, isn't that an invasion of privacy, though? It's good. It I found a guy who had herpes medication. Oh, what? Uh-huh. Wow. And he had a cap open with, like, the herpes cream for your lips. Like wow. so, he, so, apparently, I didn't see a sore, right. but apparently he was dressing himself, and I was like, out of here. Uh, wow. And, like, luckily, I hadn't done anything with him, so it was if good. They, but, if they don't tell me that they're on some type of pills and I see them, I will try to remember the name or take a picture of, of mm-hmm. the uh, pills and, and I'll Google like, what this shit for? <laughs> you so, know? so y'all two Negroes going through No, I don't go I'm through it, but I'm so. like, if you leave it on a kitchen table, read it. I'm yeah. going to read it. Yeah. I got to check this out. What the hell I you will look in your medicine cabinet if you're a guy I'm dating. I'm sorry. It's I, happening. I'm, I open it and I look and I'm, because I want to know. I want to know. Hide your dope, fellas. L coming over. I don't, you know, don't hide your dope. Hide your like... <laughs> Hide the, yeah, hide your dope. Hide I don't dope. like that either. But <laughs> you gotta know. You got to know when you open that thing. And it's, I'm with my phone <laughs> and everything. I'm looking up every right. name of every prescription. Google is your friend. I never did it, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when you ask that question. I don't know when you dis- disclose that that answer. I just think that we do have a right yeah. to know. And maybe when you maybe when you decide to be exclusive, right? It's like okay. We, we want to see if we're going to build this thing. So at, once that moment happens, you're like, let's talk about some of these other things. All you on drugs. Wait, before you know? we start, before we get exclusive, I know we've been dating for a couple months, but let's pump the brakes. Let me tell you all the craziness that's me. Well, two months is, is that- nothing, though. Two months is nothing. But it's, no, it is nothing. But it's weird to be like, oh, now that we're ready to be exclusive, here, let me <laughs> tell you about all these things that you don't know. I think the whole point of dating in is a, that you are supposed to be learning these things. Learning in a perfect world, Gradually. everyone is super transparent and right. they tell everything from the very beginning. But you just said someone told you what what something he was did and you thought it was too soon. So it's like it was. 
So, but when it's too soon, you know what I mean? So, it just depends. It's too soon in your book. Yeah. So, what about body shaming, though? Do we feel like we body shame people on uh, in the dating world? What do you mean by that? Like, do we um, not Like, you won't talk to a big girl or something? Yeah, you won't date certain people because they're too too heavy, or you won't date somebody because they're too tall or too short. I never heard that one before. From I've had her too tall, too tall, too short, or, mm-hmm. or, or whatnot, or not pretty enough, or you know what I mean? Yeah, we definitely. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily body call it body shame, but we have our preferences, and unfortunately, right. some of our preferences are group theories. It's things that we've universally found growing up to be told that's beautiful or attractive, and we kind of accepted it. But hopefully, at your you're at an age at a point in your life when you can look at and see the people you like. And know that you like him for them. Mm. Yeah, I got a, a dating question. Let's say you really like someone, and y'all are y'all are growing as, and the sex is bad. Do you mm. continue to go with that? Is that is that I mean, a main some people, some people that a main here, preference? Some people out here waiting to waiting to marriage to have sex. I don't know how they doing it. Right. I ain't one of those people. But <laughs> well, have y'all ever had uh, somebody that you were dating that you really liked and the sex just wasn't yes wasn't chemistry? Did you keep going? Like, did you keep the I dating going? I think it just really depends on if that person is open to learning what works for you. Because it might I always think of that like it might not it, y'all just might not have good sexual chemistry, right? right. right? Yeah. They could I be amazing to someone that's else. True. Right. right, that's true. Just Very like true. you could be amazing to someone else, y'all just for some reason right. are not connecting that yeah. way. And I think chemistry is one of those things you can engineer. And so both people are willing to make. Can you though? I do. I don't that's know. At some level, like if yeah, you're if, if you're physically attracted to them, and for some reason when you guys are the the, the sex is off, it just you're not are not connecting. It's not right. good. I think that you have what it takes to make it good. You just have to be open and willing. To oh, that's true. I would agree with that. I would, I'll take that back. I yeah. agree. They have to be open to. Yeah, be open. They yeah. have to be open to it because they're not open to it. Yeah. Then it's not going to get any better. Yeah. Um, but I've never been in a situation where I've had someone I was dating with bad sex. I have, and it's turned around. Hmm. Yeah, um, I w- I think that we do body shame to a certain extent, though. It's like we tell people, um, like all the time, like how many times go on any Facebook group, you'll see images of uh, uh, this. Uh, you know, this is a thick woman. This is a this is a big woman, or you'll see images of like women talking about the size of a guy's dick. Right. Like if you ain't got a big dick, then you ain't going. You know what I mean? Like so, we body shame in certain aspects of it. Maybe jokingly, yeah, but it's but still, still body shaming, it's still yeah. body shaming, right? So, have you ever dated someone who told you like they you needed to fix something physical about yourself? Mm. No, nah, I never. I've never um, dated anyone who who told me that. Um, I'm, I'm like my harshest critic anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm all, I've always, and again, I come from a, a background of personal training a long time ago where we were hard on ourselves in general, but no one has ever told me that, you know, you should lose weight or you should get bigger right. arms. You know what I mean? Yeah. I stay pretty decent size. Like, I think right now my body's probably the worst it's been. And I'm, I don't think I'm bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm. It's probably the worst it's ever been. But nobody's never told me what I need to fix. I've definitely had that. That's super rude. Well, if you don't mean asking, you don't have to answer this, but what did he tell you that you ha- that you should fix? That I need to lose weight. Yeah. yeah. See, again, that's like yeah. probably the biggest one, the body shame people's weight. Uh-huh. But I was smaller than when I met him. Mm. So it just didn't make sense. Uh, some people just like super thin people. It's yeah. ridiculous. So, but yeah, do you, what's the, what demographic do you believe gets body shamed the most? Mm. Women or men? Women. By far. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely agree on that. Like, that's not even close. 
Yeah, it's not it's not close at all. Um, we you know we know we probably seen women on magazines everywhere. So, so dating, there's the dreaded thing that happens for all dating, which What's is that? expectations. Oh gosh. So how do you guys manage your expectations when you're dating someone? What are the expectations that you come in with? What are the ones? What are some things you have to manage? The only expectation that I ever come in with with dating is I want to have a good time. I expect to have a good time, whether it works out or not. Everyone you sit down across from is not meant to be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your right. husband, your wife. your wife. Just enjoy the moment. So I actually don't go in with many expectations at all. I just want to have a good time, right. a good conversation. I don't have expectations until we've established we've gone out on a few dates mm-hmm. and we've had a conversation. Like, look, I'm really feeling you. Like, are you feeling me? Can we can we try to build this thing? Yes. Okay, we're gonna be exclusive. Let's not date anyone else. From that point, I'm like, okay, this is kind of <clears> the thing, kind of thing that I expect because I want I'm, I want to get to know you better, and I need these things. But prior to that, no, none. You could shouldn't have any. It's unfair, Tony. Um, I actually missed a question, but um, I'm just going to piggyback off you. Stop laughing. I'm so done with you. I did. I got distracted. I got distracted. But just listening to Jay, it just sounds like it sounds like you were just uh, not looking for something or whatever. But do you have any expectations? And when going, when should you have expectations going into dating? When should I have expectations? Yeah. So do you go into dating expecting certain things? That was a question, right? No, I just, I want, I'm day by you. I'm like you. I'm day by day. Uh, I just want to have a good time. I, I'm not looking for, try to impress nobody. I don't want nobody impressing me. Um, I just try to be original as possible. And I want that person to be um, original. I just can't stand, again, phoniness. So. Yeah. I don't look for any expectations or I'm not trying to marry you tomorrow and everything like that. So no, I'm good. Yeah, um, no, I have expectations. I expect respect. Right, mm-hmm. that's just a natural thing. So that's true. I mean, that comes with it. I think. No, that's an expectation yeah. that you yeah. hope they do. Yeah, that's but true. we all know that that's not a. Given. Well, y'all got it worse than we do. So <laughs> it's true. Right, that's true. Um, so definitely, I expect respect and I expect kindness, and that's pretty much that's the like, expectation I have of everybody in this world, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, and then my expectations will rise based on the actions and the things that she, the person I'm dating says. So I always say loose lips sink ships. It's like don't say you're gonna do something for yeah. me and not do it. Right. You better <laughs> off just not saying you're gonna do it. I prefer you not to just say you weren't gonna do it. Don't say you're gonna be there and then not be there because I'm gonna expect you to be there then. So my expectations are always attached to what you said you're going to do. Gotcha. Which I think is fair. Eh, I ain't gonna argue too much against that. I mean, I think we do have. You're right. We have expectations for sure yeah. to a certain to a certain extent. But do you ever have you ever dated someone who you didn't think or you were embarrassed with about certain things of their personality or the way they carry themselves? So you ever dated somebody who was a little ghetto? So you were not necessarily <laughs> like you were comfortable together when you were with them alone, but yeah, maybe you're a little embarrassed to invite them amongst your friends. Have you ever been in that situation? I've been in a situation where I was embarrassed because they were had to be the center of attention okay. all the time. Not in the sense they were ghetto or they were right. um, too wild or whatnot. Just always had to be the center of attention. It's like sometimes it's just chill. Like yeah. why do you have to be in the center of everything? Right. Like making the dollars noise, you know, being the life of the party. Cause that's not who I am. Right. So I've had that issue, but not like uh, anything ghetto. Else. What about like style? Like maybe they dress like grannies or anything like that. Uh, I pretty much. I have not, have not had these issues. When it, 
Twenty three now. Because y'all, y'all forget, I I'm, I haven't dated as much as yeah. everybody else, so I have not. I have not had most issues. of the women that I've dated have had pretty good style because mm-hmm. I look for that right like, when like when I go out on dates and stuff or when I'm when I'm looking at pictures yeah through social media like you know whether you meet on in person or on match and once you get to a point where you can get social media login I go through pictures and I look at the pictures to see what kind of style they are because right. I'm not saying it's important to me it's not a deal breaker yeah but it does help that someone can dress sexy or right. dress you know nice and doesn't have to always be like showing skin right. it's just yeah so yeah I have, uh, I had, uh, what do you call that? Like a misperception of people. Like you're looking at pictures from online. You're mm-hmm. looking at them online, they're, they're, they're jazzed up or whatever. But then when you meet them in person, they was hood as hell. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that threw me for a loop one time. I'm you like, placed wow, your own right. uh, yeah. perspective on them. Cool, I but. have like a few friends who I'm like, who you are online is so different than who you are. Like online, you would think they are the most girly girls. They right. wear makeup every single day. Mm-hmm. But like really, they're tomboys. And right. so they only take pictures when they're like, you know, in full makeup mm-hmm. regala. Um, and I've also like have guy friends who like are stunting with everybody's car, but their own. <laughs> they don't go out at all, but they right. always have like these pictures of that one time they went out. They took a million pictures and they post it like right. back to back. That's you know? crazy. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just. So are you judging people? Are you judging your the people you're dating on their social media? Do you like peruse it and make an assessment on them? I don't. Have, people don't judge me. Um, on that, that people think I'm this uptight. You are uptight. Uh, <coughs> Braxton Hartnerbrig, dude from Jamie Foxx show, and then when they Who? get in, Braxton Hartnerbrig. Who the hell is uh-huh. that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That guy. You remember that? You remember Braxton? Oh, the light skin dude. dude. Jamie, get back here. That one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, but people used to always think that I was like some some quiet uptight guy or whatever. Until they get to know me, then they laugh and uh, you're really cool. I get that a lot. Everybody thinks I'm uptight too. Everybody thinks I'm bougie. Bad and bougie. I mean, you are a little bougie. I am not. Take that back. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. Okay. I can't stop coughing. I hit that blunt early. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you play too much. I don't have anything else on that. All right. So, vulnerability. When do you open yourself up uh, mm. to the other person? This is something that I have actually really focused on mm-hmm. this year because... I know personally that I'm not vulnerable enough and okay. and I haven't been in my past relationships. And so this year I've been focused on just, you know what, if I really like that person, I'm not going to hide myself. I'm not going to hide my personality. I'm not going to be afraid to tell them I like them. I'm not going to yeah. be afraid to tell them I want to see them. So for me, I'm doing it from the jump. Once I established, I kind of, I've had a conversation. I like this person. Did you like him, right? Yeah. Because yeah, in the past, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would just wait right. until, okay, we're in a relationship. And let me now try to be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm the same way. Um, I have to, like, really see myself liking you and not getting scared because I haul ass. I haul, I did it before. Yeah. Like, you know, I felt, felt myself liking someone like that and pew, be gone. But um, that's pretty much the same stuff for me. How about you, L? Yeah, I, I, vulnerability is not easy for me. Mm. I, I'm like the Wait, one. No, because you don't let people telling you they love you. I know it's so awkward. <laughs> um, so it's definitely something I struggle with in terms of like not being weird about, not being the awkward turtle. Yeah. And trying to disclose, I just have a I have a mental thing with that. 
I think I'm very physically affectionate. Like I'm a hugger and I feel like I like tell you yeah. in other ways, but I know listening to the love languages, Mentally, like some people have to hear that, hear it in words and I'm not the greatest. I'm the best at showing love. I don't think vulnerability is just telling love though. I think vulnerability is also being telling hurt and pain, telling hurt, but it's showing physical affection as well. That's part of being vulnerable. There's some people that won't, that won't touch you and, and hug you mm-hmm. and just lay beside you because to them that's that's getting too comfortable. It's getting so I think that's a form of being vulnerable. But I think so maybe that's different phases and different levels of vulnerability. To me, that's not vulnerable for me. Yeah. I just come from a Trinidadian family. We hug and like I hold my mom's hand still and yeah. we're a very affectionate group of people. So it to me it doesn't even really register like see, I'm exact opposite of that. Like our family, like we hug but we don't do uh, most of the other stuff. So when someone I'm dating is very physical with me, mm-hmm. and I'm not even talking sex. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not ta- talking sex either. Yeah, I'm just talking like laying her laying her head on my shoulder mm-hmm. when we're out. I'm like, damn, she's being super affectionate, super being a little warm. But again, it's different for everyone. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, um, what's any major give or takeaways about dating that you guys have? Any major takeaways? things you learned or things you do that you find successful or i would say the best advice that i've ever given and ever ever taken for myself is to show up as the person that you you know you are yeah and to just just be transparent because at the end of the day you gotta like you Hmm. right and so you don't want to portray yourself to be something that you aren't for a few months just to finally say okay now i'm comfortable let me show this person who i really am yeah so just show up be be authentic to yourself and also just communication right yeah. it's just like you have to i feel like if you start from the very jump creating a safe space for communication yeah that your relationship is going to be 10 times better mm-hmm. because communication is one of the biggest things that, yeah. that causes breakup so very mine is uh the same just part of just being yourself um because that is hard to, to you're sitting here portraying to be someone that you're not and if you guys start hitting it off for the long run it's going to eventually fade off. And that's yeah. when it comes where this is not a person I met, you know, for a month. But the interesting thing is I don't necessarily think that you're not being who you are. I think you're being a better version of you, but it's still you. Right? So when you go on your first couple of dates, you're wearing your cute clothes, like, every single time. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's still you. It's just a better version of you. Yeah, I think that's one aspect of it. I, guess when I think when I say don't always show up being ready, I say don't... don't um, Say you'd like to do stuff that you, right. don't, like that you do. don't like to do, yeah. right? It's like if you know you don't like to go jogging on Saturday morning, every then yeah. don't say I like to do it because yeah. people are going to start saying, "Well, we should go jogging one day." Yeah, one don't lie. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll beat you. In the, it'll beat you back. I've seen people make their job seem bigger than what they is too. People can make their job seem so extravagant. I am, I am a right. custodial engineer. <laughs> You're <laughs> a janitor. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> so I've seen that a lot too. And then you know, kind of found out like something basic, like. That we call basis, so yeah, stop lying. Yeah, I, I would have to say be your authentic self, and it's me. It's less about like impressing the other person, but just knowing that who you are is is worthy, and mm. the right person is going to connect with the right person. You don't want to waste your time connecting with the wrong person. So, being any version of of yourself that isn't authentically you, you're wasting your time because they can fall for that person, but they're oh, yeah. not falling for you. Yep, you know what I mean? True. Um, so definitely be yourself and also try to be, try to be the example. 
is my new thing in life and period. So try to be the example. Instead of waiting for someone else to do it, try to be the example. I want to approach, you know, I'm going to curve dudes the way I want my man to curve, you know, mm-hmm. chicks. Like, yeah. I'm going to be the example to show. I'm not going to be like petty and say, you know, you're doing it A, B, and C. I'm going to be the example. And hopefully you will see the example and follow it. So that's, that's my thing. All right, guys. Uh, if you have any information about dating or we've left something off, uh, hit us up at our phone number, 646-481-2368. You can leave us a rant. You can leave us a voicemail. You can send us a text. Um, or you can hit us up on our Gmail, altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. And now, moving on to... What's wrong with him? Oh, what's wrong, wrong with him? <laughs> what's wrong with him? This uh, what's wrong with him this week goes to Gabriel Rodriguez, aka G Rod. G Rod is an actor who recently walked up to MGK, aka Machine Gun Kelly, and his bodyguards. What? And he got his ass beat down. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he approach him though? Well, he approached the uh, rapper. To, all right, this violence started late Friday in Atlanta. Cops say uh, MGK and his crew was in a restaurant at a restaurant bar, um, and Gabriel. I'm going to go by G-Rod, walked up to him with his phone and started recording. And in the video, he walked up to G-Rod. G-Rod walked up to MGK and said, I'm going to say this because it needs to be said. You're a pussy for going out the family. What? Right. G-Rod tells us he he was especially upset because he's a husband and a father of three. Uh, This whole thing is about how he attacked. Um, Eminem's daughter, and when he said uh, that Eminem, like, hey, teen, she, she's, she's a teenager still, and uh, he called her really hot, so that's why uh, he approached it. So, but well, what, what the results for that is he got his ass uh, beat up, and I kind of like it because um, <laughs> <laughs> it shows you know some type of tough. It shows like real toughness, like he didn't have to do it on Twitter or nothing like that. He went straight up to this dude and, and told him how he felt. But uh, I'm believing that. Um, G-Rod is some type of uh, a boxer, a MMA fighter or something. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's, he's also an actor, too. Guess what um, What he's in? He don't really have any speaking roles, but he's in Ozark. He's one of the drivers. In, what? Yeah, he's one of the drivers in Ozark. I so can't get into that show, but we'll talk about good. that later. So uh, that was my what's wrong with him. I just thought that was a little nutty for you walking up on six guys. You got That's five dumb. autographs. He wanted that <laughs> right. whooping. He wanted so, that whooping. He deserved it then. Gabriel Rodriguez, you guess what's wrong with him? Yeah, what's wrong with you, bro? He thought he was bigger than he was. He thought he was better than what he actually was. <laughs> mm, I ain't never fighting the six dudes. I am not right. that life. I'll fight one dude. I ain't going to fight six, though. All right. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? Ooh, what's my My ish, ish is good. I'm going first. All right. It's good. Damn. Damn. Okay. Go get it, girl. I've been thinking about this all week, and I was like, don't forget. Don't forget. But I can't forget because I literally listen to it every single day. If you have any kind of streaming service, I use Ooh. Google Play, but I'm sure it works for Pandora or Spotify. It's anything that you can do the start a radio function with a song, you need to start radio for the song Untitled by D'Angelo. How does it feel? Mm. The playlist yeah. <laughs> that is generated yeah. is Fire. like Fire. next level. Um, like, is it mostly um, Neo Soul that comes up? But like your favorite, like yeah. your like <laughs> stuff you forgot about. Right. And they also throw in some new stuff. So I've had like SZA pop up and Her pop up and Weekend pop up, but still like all your artists that you like. Yes, right. but like old school Erica Badu. You got old school Lauren Hill. Like they even threw it back to um, edition. Like they had to. It's just it's freaking good. And which one? Which um? Which one do you do it on? Which streaming site? I do it on Google Play. Oh, okay. Play. 
but I'm absolutely certain that it's a good launching pad for any radio. Like, hmm. I have been jamming all freaking week off of this dang playlist. I haven't. Uh, I like. I love a good playlist for sure. You need so to try I have it. To check it out. And I love R and B too. So woo, it's life. Yeah. So you said type in Untitled D'Angelo and then yeah. start from like, there. How does it? Oh, I know the song. Woo! First of all, it and all also the women can, know the, all the women know the video. It can double. You know, if you're trying to get your fun time on, that's a good playlist. What's to fun use. time? What's fun when time? When you're trying though? to be funny. <laughs> okay. Well, that's. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna check it out. Right. I'm gonna go because mine's kind of like lame, but it's like oh, we don't like lame. I know it, but it, it's it's been my ish for like last two weeks. But y'all will not y'all know like, I'm kind of like a beer connoisseur, kind of like you, Jay. But Ooh, I'm I, a beer connoisseur now. I'm moving up in the world. Okay, <laughs> hey, that's oh. Uh, but I've slid back and fell in love with this Bud Light. Oh no, no! Ew. Listen, listen, Ew. listen, listen before mm. you knock it. Okay, I'm done. I don't know what it is about this 16 ounce aluminum can they put it in. It is the best. I don't know what about it. But I'm so in love with them. I've um I bought a I bought a four pack I think one day because uh-huh. I just I need, I wanted a beer and I bought that and took it off. Like God damn, this bitch is cold. And then like 20 minutes later, I didn't finish it and it was still cold. Oh. So I'm ah uh, gotcha. right. So like it changes the flavor as well. Like it tastes different from the bottle. So it's and that's how you know you're alcoholic when you start tasting the difference <laughs> in damn glasses and shit. But well, that's what happened, that's man. Right. So Facts. man, I end up buying a twelve pack, and then I end up buying another twelve Twi- pack. So um, I'm pretty good on Bud Light, man. The Bud Light, um, all because they changed the bottle. Aluminum plate. It's like the one you get, and when you go to a sports bar. I mean, not sports uh, bar, but a game. A game. Yeah, the sixteen ounce tall the aluminum can. I just can't go back to but the bro. I, can't go I said back the same thing. I used to always. Like curse at my cousin because that's all he drinks. I'm like, I don't know fucking Bud Light. Make it that out of here. Then now look at me like it's it's cool. After doing craft <laughs> beer, it's hard right. for me to go back. To yeah, because yeah, that first taste after you've been drinking like beers like the IPAs and everything yeah. is so take like water. But only time I can drink the, those beers like the Bud Light or the the Coronas or whatnot if I'm at the beach. Gotcha. Or after, or oh, at a hot. Right. I'm hot. Right. I'm like, you know, I just need something cold. Right. Then I'm like, damn, this. And believe it or not, that's good. what happened. I was actually sweaty that day. It was hot right after the game. It was right in that one o'clock heat, and I I wanted a beer, and I mm-hmm. grabbed a uh, Bud Light. And that's how that started. But but like cold beer. Yes, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, that's cool. I don't like beer. So my ish this week is um, season two of Marvel's Iron Fist. Oh. Um, Season one got a lot of bad reviews, and mm. rightfully so. I was one of those people that didn't really um, care for season one of Iron Fist. So why'd you watch it? This is the part that I don't understand. Because <laughs> I'm a Marvel fan, and I want to see how the storyline develops. And so season two is actually way better than season, season one. one. Um, it's still a little slow, but like I said, the, it's much different than season one, and for the better. Um, it's more about Danny Rand um, trying to find his place in the Iron Fist legacy. And not really him. So it's a good storyline. So I binged it all week. And I just finished it this morning. Um, so I think people who did not like season one. You should definitely check out season two. Because it'll be better. I can't. You didn't even watch season one though. I watched like the first two episodes. And it was super slow. It like. Yeah. What happened? He hung out in front of a building. That ended up being his father's. And like it was so slow. I was waiting for the action to happen. And so I'm not. Not every uh, Marvel Show and movie is all about action. Yeah, though. I don't care. Uh, you know what? If you're from Marvel, I'm expecting some action, so make it happen. That's it's not my, one of my favorite. That's ones, like but... I'm watching porn, but I don't expect there to be sex. Uh, hello. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I use porn. That was reference. a great analogy. Right. right. I mean, there's an expectation that I I have, you know. So no, I can't. I can't do it, and so I'll never get to season two because I can't get through season one. Yeah. 
Well, All right. for both of you out there, try it out. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our advice piece. We have a fun one. They actually called in and left us a voicemail. <laughs> Dope. We are excited about that. We want y'all to do more of that as well. Please call in. Give yes. us your voicemail. So if you want to call in and leave your advice question or advice piece on our voicemail, our phone number is 646-481-2368. All right. All right. Here we go. Go ahead and dial that in. You have one unheard message. Hey guys, Altino Shade. I have a question for you. My name is Donna, by the way. Um, Hi, Donna. And I'm Cute. in a dilemma right now. Um, I've been married to my husband for 13 years, pretty much since high school. Um, and we're at a crisis in our marriage. So he tested positive for HIV, which is alarming. Um, and scary considering that we're supposedly always with each other since mm. we've been married. Um, and I've gotten tested and I don't have it currently, which is good, but he still expects me to have sex with him, which doesn't make any sense at all. Um, and I'm not really <laughs> willing to do that because right now I'm healthy and he's obviously brought this disease home. So yeah. I'm not really sure what to do and you know, I, I would rather pay someone to have sex with him than to have sex with him myself because it's just not safe. Um, and this is, I feel like this is his fault. And I feel like, you know, I'm ready to step outside of our marriage and we're married and it's wrong, but isn't what he did wrong too? So I would love some advice. Just any thoughts that you have would be really helpful. Thanks. Wow. Wow. Jesus. This is tough. Who's going to tackle that? I first? mean, I don't think it's tough at all. Donna, let that man go. Like, right. he che- he clearly cheated on you unless he had an accident recently where there was blood flowing. Okay? <laughs> like, he yeah, clearly true. cheated on you. True. And so he, he, he doesn't, he's already broken your vows. I don't think the response is to break your vows too. But I do think the response is to determine if you want to be married to him or not. And if you cannot be sexual with him, that is a part of marriage, unfortunately. Now, there are healthy ways to do it. There is a new um, medication that you can take called PrEP that it will reduce your chances of getting HIV to like 99%. Um, But they generally only give it to people who are in relationship with with people who have HIV. Mm. It's a daily pill you have to take. Hmm. Um, and it just pretty much reduces your risk completely of catching the virus. You still have to, you know, engage in, in um, safe practices, what they tell you, but in general, it actually just stops your wow. ability of actually catching the virus. So I didn't know that. You just educated me. Yeah, yeah it's called PrEP, P-R-E-P. I'm sure it's some, you know, it's not the full name of it, but that's what they used to call it. Um, and I only know because I went to get my, you know, yearly uh, physical from the mm. lady doctor and they had a bunch of like l- literature on it hmm. um, but they're really only giving it to people who are HIV negative right. and are with an HIV positive partner so you have yeah. to determine if you want to work for work through it Donna like, I mean you, that's a long time she's been in a long marriage for a long exactly. time exactly they've been together forever they have kids if you want to work through it then there are ways to do to, to have sex with him you know semi safely but you have to ask yourself, you know, do you want to have sex with him? Are right. you attracted to him still? Not because he has HIV, but because he broke your vows. It sounds like she's. She um, sounds like she's scared. That's exactly what right. I'm about to say. Sounds like she's scared to, to have sex with, with her husband. Yeah. Because so, she, you know, she's willing to, 
to to pay for somebody else and letting them know like what's going on and mm-hmm. you know get extra protection whatever so even with protection she's still scared yeah and so, i think she's also scared then, to leave that marriage right and then she well I, yeah that, it does that, sound that, like that's, that to me. right yeah. that's the first thing like me i think i probably would have would have jetted day one or like as soon as i got that news like all right we were quite separate raised but you know if you're still there with your husband but you're already thinking about having sex outside, outside of that of your... so it's, mm-hmm. it's time to say goodbye because he's not uh, going to be accepted to that even though he's clearly he already cheated though right that's, that's what i'm saying even problems. though they, even though he's already done this and he has very he's, firm he's been, boundary lines though. he's being selfish and he put your life at risk too so absolutely yeah. absolutely and like how did you even know you that you had it like how did that come up he must have got tested and he had it and then I wonder if at the same time he, he had probably to break the news got to something her. like pneumonia or got like the flu and it was really bad and they had to take him to, to the, the doctor because yeah. you know it's like it makes your immune system you know is not as strong when you're. Yeah. On so I wonder, I wonder if she got the news broke to her at the exact same time. Those when I say what I mean by that is not only did she find out at the same time that he that he had HIV, but then but he, he had to find out she got cheated. cheated. Yeah, you had to find. You that had to find at the same right. time, right? You know what, child? The fact that you ain't in jail right now, Miss Bay. The fact this man still walking up in this world is a testament to your to you but i feel like if you are really scared of it if you're scared of the disease and that alone if you've worked through him cheating then there are ways to do it safely but i would ask yourself if that really and this is whether or not he had hiv or not if that's somebody (laughs) you want to have around you everybody yeah this is the part that kills me men talk about loyalty so much, but they're that's a dumb loyalty. The group, it, but yeah, you can't be loyal to someone who is disloyal to you, yeah. and cheating is the highest form of disloyalty. Right. So, she should definitely go, definitely go, go. get out of there. Don't you know? I know it sucks to break up a marriage, but he clearly has cheated on you, and yeah, just go. Just I'm, go. I'm gonna say this, Donna. I was married the same amount of years. Uh, do it before you snap, okay? Do it before you snap because I've been there. Um, not, not this situation, but. You don't want to be just hanging around and, and everything. So time heals everything over time. I know it'd be tough and hard, and you're probably in the comfort zone or with your husband financially or whatever. But at some point, you have to uh, take responsibility for your life and, and, and your happiness and move on. And the beautiful thing is that you are negative. Like that's right. He, you could have easily he could have so easily far made you positive, and so you know you got to take that as God gave you a one up. He spared you, and now you. Did she say she had kids? Were the kids involved? She I think there say. was kids. Not sure. I can't remember. I, don't think I can't you, remember. Because then you put yourself at not only put yourself at risk, then you you run the risk of having your kids not having parents if you right. if it goes from HIV to full blown AIDS, right? So. Yeah. The, the 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 medicine now. I mean, you can be HIV positive for a very long time right. uh, without ever going yeah. up to AIDS. Like they have a lot of medication now, but. Yeah, girl, I wouldn't. I, don't, I wouldn't deal with it. All right, All right guys. If in, you though. have um, any advice, questions that you have for us, hit us up at altinoshadepodcast at gmail You can find us on Facebook at altinoshade, on our IG at altinoshadepodcast. And once again, like Donna, you can leave us a voicemail or even send us a long text. I'll read the paragraphs. <laughs> it's six four six four eight one two three six eight. That's six four six four eight one two three six eight. Now, before we call this sip session done, what any any final sip? Tony, got a final sip? Nah, I'm good, man. So our thoughts and prayers go out to the people of North Carolina who are dealing with Hurricane Florence right oh now. Oh my goodness, yeah. yes. Um, please stay safe. Um, I'd flow. After dealing with a direct hit last year here in Tampa with Hurricane Irma, I think all of us here at this table learn a lot about ourselves. Um, which natural disaster, this quick question, mm. would you rather have to deal with? Hurricanes, earthquakes, or tornadoes? 
Hurricanes. I'm going to still deal with hurricanes. Yeah. Hurricanes, yeah. you get so much warning. You can prepare yourself. Yeah, I mean, right. even if, you, if it, even if it changes courses, you still at some level know it's close by, so you should get prepared. Right. But tornadoes, <laughs> they come out of nowhere. No Earthquakes, they, they, get, they come they out of nowhere. Bit, they get a small tornado warning, but not much. It's like, an, uh, like 30 minutes to an hour beforehand. It's very short. Yeah, when yeah. I was a kid, I was in a big tornado in Mississippi. We were driving in that night, and it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it was real bad and scary. We got in a ditch and everything. Tornadoes. Scare right. me to death, man. Because right. you don't know which way they're going. Me. Yeah. This is so intimidating. And they move so fast. Right. Like, they yeah. can literally be, like, you don't see them, and then they be oh, right on top me. of you. Yeah. And earthquakes, I can't. Because I always, like, for me, I think, like, I'm going to be... Ever, have you ever been in an earthquake? <laughs> no. I've been in one. Really? Yeah, I've been in one. But it was a very, very small one. It actually right. hit in Virginia. And I was actually working for this cable company. And I'm, I'm sitting there working in, in, in the backyard. I just hear this loud rumble. It's like rumbling. I'm like... What's okay. happening? Like, what's going on? <laughs> the ground was shaking a little bit. Right. But I didn't really think of nothing of it. And when inside, they was like, it saw on, on the news, right. they had a small earthquake that had hit. But Man, when I was 15, I, I, stayed, I went to move to New York with my dad. And they took me downtown, and the subway in front of the thing scared mm. the shit out of me, right? It's <laughs> I, scary. Though. I actually went on my knees because I thought we were having an earthquake. My, oh my, my cousin, that's how <laughs> Because he's like, we talk, these tall buildings in New York, man. Like, I want all this stuff falling on me. Earthquakes freak me out because yeah. I feel like I would be like walking down the stairs right. or I would be like peeking over a balcony at that point. Like knowing my luck, it would be something Somebody like you can't get away from. Yeah, where I would just be in the wrong place, <laughs> the wrong, wrong time. time. So I don't. I want a hurricane. I want the notice. I want to fill my bathtub yeah. with water. I want to buy a you know a ton of water and a or bunch evacuate. of peanut butter and jelly. Or evacuate. I don't ever evacuate, but mm. that's not. Um, Get it back away from Irma? No. You stay here? Yeah, I actually was closer. I was in Hyde Park at that oh, okay. point. So I was like right off of Bayshore too. I oh, was tripping. Shit, no. Yeah, you were tripping. But I was in a brand new building and it was concrete based Damn and I was that. on the third floor. Damn that. I had to evacuate on my they actually told us to move evacuate, but Alright, that's my final set. Alright, with that I'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session done. Holla. See ya.